0: Life can throw crazy curveballs your way and you never know what tomorrow will bring, but one thing you can do is try to be prepared. Pretty Unprepared is a podcast hosted by me, Pamela Valdez, all about being the best version of yourself while preparing for the life you want and deserve. With this podcast, we are targeting millennials, content creators, students, creative individuals, and more looking to gain insight on all things social media, living your best life, self-confidence, love, building your career from the ground up, landing internships, secrets to working with brands, and so much more. Tune in every Monday at 8am for a brand new episode. Hello guys, welcome back to my podcast, Pretty Prepared, and... I always start this off. I know every episode, I'm like, I'm so excited. Because today we're gonna be talking about, but like I'm actually excited for today's topic because we're gonna be talking all about how to manage your finances in your 20s or if you're just entering your young adult era. If you don't follow me on TikTok, which you should, my handle is Pamela M Valdez, also on Instagram. But if you guys don't follow me on TikTok, then you wouldn't know. But I've recently been posting a lot of tech and finance content like I've kind of been doing a mini 360 with my content and part of that is because I'm getting older and I don't really want to just make videos about my outfit of the day like I want to actually talk to you guys about topics that you should know about which is finances and this is something that I've been including in my content for the past few months now. And I actually have a video from over the summer, which is called three credit cards that I have at 21 years old. And you know, if they're worth it or not, and it's almost about to hit a million views, which I think is insane. I haven't had a video hit a million views in a few months now. So, you know, I'm kind of excited and it's getting a lot of attraction and I've been getting a lot of followers that are in the finance area, which is good for me because honestly, like I wanna be more educated in that industry. And now that I've been learning a lot over the past few months and I've really been taking my finances a lot more seriously i want to do a whole episode to talk to you guys about this and if you guys don't know i also have a newsletter called Spoil the success and in here i do a newsletter every single morning into your inbox literally monday through friday no weekends and every day i send job alerts and internships that are currently hiring you know companies that are hiring for full-time or part-time and i also do a bunch of interviews in there as well with some really cool people including a forbes reporter um, someone from people in espanol and i just have some really cool things coming up so definitely subscribe you can head to thevalidastagency.com and then click the newsletter button at the top and then you guys can easily subscribe and in there I've actually been putting some finance content so yeah today we're just going to be talking all about what there is to know as a young adult and just you know how to save better what kind of credit cards are best for you and more so let's get started. So we're going to start off the episode talking about what is the difference between a debit and a credit card. And I feel like a lot of people can sometimes confuse this. I know I just got a comment about this on my TikTok. Someone was like, I'm from Europe. I literally don't know what the difference is between a debit and a credit and like, why wouldn't you use a debit? So to put it into simpler terms, a debit card is money that is yours. It's money that if you get a direct deposit from your job, let's just say they give you $300 that goes right into your um, checking account. And that is, you know, where your debit card is. That's literally the money that you're going to be spending from there. And a credit card is essentially loaned money. So, for example, if you have a credit card with Discover and they give you a $5,000 credit card limit, that card holds $5,000. And that $5,000 is not yours unless you spend it, then you're going to owe $5,000 back. But essentially, a credit card is literally just loaned money. And this can be a good and a bad thing depending on how you use it. So when you use a debit card, which I just made a video yesterday as well, talking about debit cards and why you shouldn't really be using them. Because when you make a transaction with your debit card and you let's just say, go get a coffee at Starbucks, that money, you're not going to get rewards, you're not going to get points, you're not going to get anything back for those $5 when you tap that debit card, compared to if you tap a credit card and you use that to pay for your Starbucks coffee, you actually can get points back because that is considered under the category eating out, With depending on the credit card that you have. I hope that wasn't too confusing, but again, this is not like super... Like professional um, financial advice. I'm literally not a financial person at all. I just feel like these are basic things that a lot of people should know. And I always encourage, especially my mom, I'm like, why are you using a debit card to pay for groceries when you could literally just get points for using a credit card? So using a debit card, honestly, it's not that useful. I feel like it's a scam because you're literally just wasting your own money. But when you use a credit card, and you pay back on time you're gonna get points back for your spending and honestly like it's just worth it in the end because why would you spend like 200 dollars getting groceries and not get money back for that when you could use those 200 dollars for groceries on a credit card and then get points like a month later to travel or something you know And so this brings up the question like how do you know what is best for you and honestly my biggest piece of advice would just be to look at your previous finances and just get super real with yourself. I am someone who in high school like I used to struggle just doing random jobs and then when I started social media I started making consistent income every single month like four figures literally from just brand deals and partnerships and as i've been making more money as a content creator which i'm literally so grateful for i've sometimes been a little bit crazy with how i spend because i love to shop i literally am a fashion content creator on the side i go to fashion school so i literally just ordered clothes today while i was on the train i got like a jean jacket and a vest and stuff but the thing is that i'm not as crazy now as how i was before because i realized that it's so stupid to just spend money on like crazy things all the time and i'm glad that i'm finally realizing that now like as i'm 21 but again like i just said get real with yourself. Look at your finances. How much do you usually spend every single week and then decide, is a credit card actually worth it or is it just going to put me in debt because I'm going to get excited to see that really big limit? Or am I going to be you know, real, with, real and honest with myself and I'm actually going to put a limit on my everyday spending and I'm not going to spend more than I need to? Something else that comes with having a credit card is a credit score. And this is essentially, according to consumerfinance.gov, it is your credit behavior and it lets you know how good you are when it comes to paying back money that is not yours. So a credit score that is above 600 to me, I feel like that is pretty good because a lot of people you would be surprised have credit scores that are under 600 and that is just not good. Like I'm telling you anything under like even 620, 630, I feel like that's not that good because a credit score is so important because with this, you can get so many good opportunities. Like for example, new credit cards. If you have a good credit score, And you keep the balance low on your cards or you pay them off in full every month you're going to get approved so quickly for new cards when you apply for them online and also if you want to get a loan for a house like maybe you are apartment hunting or something when you have a good credit score you can get loans when you have a good credit score you can get approved easily for apartments and a loan for like a car or something and honestly like the better that your score is the more opportunities you get in this life truly and I told my sister this about like a year or two ago when she applied for her first credit card because I was like you honestly should be putting more of your purchases on a credit and not a debit and another thing that I didn't mention earlier about debit versus credit is that when you use a debit card you are not as protected if someone uses your money compared to a credit card because that's literally borrowed money so for example, if let's just say you leave your debit card at Starbucks on the counter and you come back and someone took it and then you check your bank account and you see that like $300 was spent, you're in overdraft and like all this crazy stuff, the chances of you getting that money back is going to be very low because it's not really insured as high as if you were using a credit card and this actually happened to someone in my family. Um, I think his debit, like my uncle's debit card got stolen or something and someone was using it to spend a couple hundred dollars and he was not able to get his money back because it was on a debit card and usually they don't really fight as hard for you compared to when it is a credit card. You can easily just get that like dismissed and all you have to do is just call and they will take that off your credit um, statement depending on you know like what it is. But even if you get like overcharged somewhere and you call the bank and you're like, hey, I got charged like an extra $100 or whatever for this or I got charged an extra 10 or $15 for this. They could take it off, you know, depending on what it is, but you're just more insured when you are using a credit card. Now we can talk about actually preparing for your future and what to know when it comes to credit cards, finances, savings, all of that stuff. So first thing is first, make sure that you are applying for credit cards that have good rewards systems. And this is so important because if you are using a credit card that does not have good points back and a good reward system, it's basically like you're using a debit card just on a credit card. And again, that's not what we want to do. So. I'll give you guys an example, Discover does not have that good um, of a reward system, if I'm being honest, which is why it's a really good beginner credit card, because I think you only get like one to three percent back on certain things, and as a beginner, that's great, you know, because you're just learning, but if you are someone who travels or you spend very frequently it's more worth it to get, you know, some sort of Chase card or an American Express because the reward systems on there are better. You get 5% cash back on like groceries and everyday purchases. But when you're using a credit card with low percentage with rewards and all of that, it's really just not worth it. So make sure that before you apply for a credit card, you know, you're doing your research, even if it's watching a few YouTube videos, reading some articles, even watching TikToks. There's so many good TikToks that I've been educated on when it comes to finances and the information is real. I know a lot of people don't like to trust people on social media that give financial advice, but a lot of the time I trust it more because it's a real person talking about their real finances and it's not someone who is just trying to sell you something. It really is just, you know, hey, this is my life. This is what I'm doing and that's also why. I started converting over to financial content because I feel like there's not that many people that are young and that are my age who are doing it. I feel like it's a lot of just like older people who are about to be in their 30s that are like, hey, like don't make the same mistakes I did. So that is just how I feel personally. But yeah, look into cars that have points back when it comes to traveling and hotel and even gas. Like I went to Los Angeles earlier in August, I went the first week of August to see Taylor Swift at the Aeristore in LA and i was able to get a free five-day hotel stay at this amazing five-star hotel i forgot the name of it I, I think it was like a marriott i don't i honestly forgot the name but i have a TikTok. All about how i was able to stay for free for five days in los angeles and all i had to do was pay for my flight because i had enough points on my american express to book a literal five-star stay so that is the importance of finding a good credit card because i haven't even had my american express gold for a year and i already was able to book on a trip like that so trust me it is worth it next is take advantage of free resources out there i know i just talked about this but truly take advantage of the resources that are available for you because i feel like so many adults like our parents and people that are older older than us in our family look back and they think like wow like people our age have it so lucky now because everything is available on the internet there's chat gbt and all of these like really crazy things and technology advancing and developing so Take advantage of what is around you you know even if you go to barnes and noble or on amazon and pick up a book about finances or you start taking advantage of tracking your spending especially if it's crazy i use google spreadsheets to keep track of my savings how much money i'm getting from brands what brands pay me um, what brands haven't paid me yet and i just continue to save that on there and you know it's free google drive um, google spreadsheet is free if you have a gmail account and another free resource is credit karma all you have to do is sign up with your email or you know you make a username and a password and you get automatic access to look at your credit score and you even get to see what cards you could be approved for ahead of time Now, listen, I'm not sponsored by Credit Karma, even though I wish I was. But Credit Karma is actually the website that I used to see if I would be accepted for the American Express gold card. I was applying for the Chase Sapphire Preferred for so many so many months like i think i applied like three or four times within like a one year period and i kept getting denied and then they told me that i would actually get accepted for the american express school that i had a really good credit score and i applied and i literally got accepted within seconds so i would definitely use credit karma just to look at um your credit score and seeing what you can be eligible for before you actually apply and credit karma also lets you compare different credit cards all at the same time so you can see you know what fits and suits your lifestyle and your income better my next step is to look into a high yield savings account and this is really important because i also made a video (laughs) about this but a high yield savings account is an account that gives you higher interest with your money sitting in there so essentially it's like making free money for just having your actual money sitting in a savings account so i'll give you guys an example so that it's not as confusing um i used to have many savings accounts with chase i had a savings account for you know saving up for college tuition and all of that you know when loans are well loans began already but i have a savings account for when i have to start paying my loans back i have a savings account for just personal stuff like if there's ever an emergency and i need to take money out i had another savings account um, I think it was just like for traveling and stuff, and then I had another one which was just for future things, like moving out and all that stuff. So, I had all of these savings accounts, and the thing where I went wrong is that Chase savings accounts, their interest is 0.01%, which listen, I love Chase, I'm a loyal Chase customer, and when I saw that I was literally making pennies a year for having my money sit in there, I thought it was a joke I was like there is no way and then I started doing research online And I found out that there are high yield savings accounts, which basically means you can get high interest and get more money for having your money sit in there. So I currently have a Marcus by Goldman Sachs savings account. And the important thing when you're looking for a high yield savings is that it is FDIC insured, which basically means that if anything happens to the bank, you are going to have your money safe and secure with Marcus. It is FDIC insured of up to $250,000. So. If the bank, if something happens to that bank and I have like, let's just say like $100,000 in there, I will be insured that I'll get my money back or that I will have my money like safe and that nothing will happen to it because, you know, as long as you have less than $250,000, if you have more than that, I don't know, you got to talk to someone who knows how to deal with six-figure savings, but for now... It's really important to just look into that. And I never really thought about how important that was until literally this year. And so over the summer, I opened up a high yield savings and I was able to get 5% for three months, which is amazing interest. I think it was like 5.3. And if you get five referrals throughout the year, it actually can stay up for an extra you know, three months. So I was able to get three or four referrals for my Marcus. I had a few people sign up using my link and I had now have 5 per, 5.4% in my Marcus until literally 2025, which is insane. So definitely take advantage of trying to find a high yield savings that works best for you. Another thing that I like about Marcus is that there doesn't need to be a minimum account balance you can literally have a dollar sitting in there and you are not going to be charged unlike chase where i know you have to have at least a 300 hundred dollar balance in the savings accounts there's also other um, savings such as sofi i know that's another good one but Again, look into what fits best for you. But I called Chase immediately after I opened up all of my Marcus savings accounts and I closed all of my Chase ones and I moved it over to Marcus because I was like, girl, I could literally be making money by just having my money sit in there. My next tip is don't bite more than you can chew when it comes to a credit card. Like I told you guys earlier, when I started making really decent money on social media, I didn't know what to do with it that much because I was so excited and I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy a designer bag and I'm going to go on like four vacations in like two months. I kind of went crazy and, you know, I don't even regret it because I'm very grateful. I've always dreamed of this life ever since I was younger. So, it's it's really, really amazing to be able to do this, but when it comes to not biting more than you can chew that is so important whether you're making a lot of money or not don't go crazy and spend on your card and have a super high balance just because i remember i used to have my balance carry over every single month up until um maybe like this year i was like why am i doing this and i i stopped i paid off all my balances and i was like i'm not going to have any of my cards have a balance at the end of the month no matter what and today while i was in class i paid off all three of my cards so all the balances are going to be zero before the end of september which is so amazing and i am so grateful so definitely definitely don't spend more than you need to and that actually takes me into the next tip when it comes to having a balance on your credit card which is look into credit cards that have zero percent apr this basically means it's your annual percentage rate which is the interest that you're going to get charged for letting your balance roll over every month so there's good interest And there's bad interest. The good interest is you want a lot of interest in a savings account because you want to earn money, but you don't want a lot of interest when you have a balance on your credit card because then you're going to get also charged more money. I remember one time I let my balance sit on my Chase Freedom Flex for I think like two months and I got charged like $80 in interest and I was like, is this a joke? Like, I was like, there's no way they're charging me $80 just for having my money roll over And ever since that day, I was like, yeah, no. And I've just been paying it off in full, like, ever since. Because I'm going to be super transparent with you guys, you know? Like, I feel like there's no need to gatekeep. There's no need to hide. So... The reason why you wanna have a card that has 0% APR for a long time is because usually when you sign with a credit card or you apply for one, they will tell you, okay, for 12 months, you're gonna have 0% APR, which basically means for 12 months, you could let the balance roll over if you wanted to, or you can make purchases that are a little bit bigger and you won't get interest on them. So if I bought, let's just say tomorrow, a Louis Vuitton bag and I've had my Chase Freedom Flex since 2020 and then I decide to let that Louis Vuitton bag balance stay until like the next month, I'm going to get charged interest because the 12 months of 0% APR is already gone, you know? I got my card in 2020 and it's now 2023, so I'm going to have to pay it off at the end of the month if I don't want to get interest. And interest can range from as little as like $10, $20 to like I said, 80 or even $100. So it really depends on the kind of card that you have, but just make sure that you get one that has 0% APR for a while, whether it's like 12 months or longer. My last tip when it comes to preparing for your future is don't spend more than you need to and learn to be cheap about certain things. I was the girl that used to spend like $100 a month on coffee. I was the girl that used to spend like $300 going to the mall just buying random clothes and stuff. I really am so proud of my spending and how it's Gotten like better. I don't spend as much now. Um, but before, like last year during the winter time, I was going to the mall every other weekend with my boyfriend. And I was like, I need that sweater. I need that jacket. I need this. I need that. And now I'm honestly just learning to save my money. I'm investing it. I'm learning like where to actually put it and where it's worth it. And I'm really being a lot more educated when it comes to the financial side. And again, that's why like I want to make this content because I really believe that everyone should be educated on it. You shouldn't wait until you're literally about to retire and realize, oh my god, I should have opened like a Roth IRA, which is gonna be um one of the next tips um I don't know why I said this is the last tip because it's not but um definitely don't spend more than you need to I just started making my coffee at home over the last few months because Dunkin Donuts the one by my house first of all they make the coffee so bad like I don't even know what it is, but they just don't care. At least like the Dunkin' by my house. When I get Dunkin' in New York, it always tastes really good. Obviously, like it's New York, but here in my hometown, oh my God, it tastes so bad. And I just realized like I was spending almost $6 on a plastic cup of coffee that I was just going to finish in literally three minutes that just tasted exactly like milk and ice. And that is disgusting. Like if in case you're wondering, my order is an iced caramel latte and I always get a medium and there was one time where i literally just was drinking milk and ice and my sister went back in to get it remade for me and they were like no like we could put more caramel in it but like you just have to drink that and ever since then i've just been like so turned off from like getting coffee outside because i'm like dude i'm spending almost six dollars on this when it used to be two dollars when i was in high school So what is going on? So I started going to Target now and I buy the Starbucks caramel macchiato, um, pre-made coffee and then i'll mix it with milk and then i buy my own caramel i put ice and i literally call it a day and i make myself coffee every morning for school every morning every day I always drink my coffee i honestly cannot function without it and for six dollars i'm able to buy pre-made coffee that can make me like four or five cups compared to six dollar coffee that's in plastic that you're gonna throw out after like 20 minutes so be cheap in the areas that you need to be cheap at And my last tip, like I just said, this is actually the last tip, like I'm not kidding, um, is to open up a Roth IRA and start looking into investments. And I know investing sounds very scary because a lot of people think like stocks and all this crazy stuff. But honestly, as long as you have a Roth IRA and you're investing money into that, you're perfectly fine. I my boyfriend tries to explain all this stuff to me and sometimes I just get so confused I'm like yeah like I don't know what you're talking about but if I find a YouTube video about it and that guy explains it a little bit more simpler that makes sense to me or if someone explains it easier on TikTok that makes sense to me but essentially a Roth IRA is tax-free money that you are going to be able to use after a certain age and you are able to max out your Roth IRA at I believe $6,000 a year and once you max it out you have to wait until the following year to be able to keep contributing into it but this is tax-free money that is going to grow over the years and i have money in my roth ira that is currently invested in the s&p 500 and that's really good because those are the 500 most like popular stocks in the u.s or in the world whatever it is And I have my money in there because those stocks are always doing pretty good and that's what's going to help your money grow is if you're investing it into the right area of stocks. And S&P 500 is usually what everybody does. So those are my tips for you guys. I feel like we talked about a lot of different topics and hopefully this was a very educational episode. And that is all for today. I'm really thankful that you guys are listening and if you made it to the end of this thank you you're literally a queen and i'm very grateful i'm very very excited for the future of this podcast like i said i'm i promise i'm going to be more active and i have so many projects and exciting things going on behind the scenes that you guys are going to love and I know I feel like every week I'm announcing something new, but honestly, like, I love to work hard and achieve my dreams, and if you guys have any specific episode requests that you want, I have a type form in my link tree for my Pretty Unprepared podcast Instagram if you guys want to leave me some questions in there, or if you even want to DM them to me on my main or on the podcast account, whatever works for you guys, but Thank you for listening, and I, I really hope this was educational. Again, I'm not a legal finance girly. That's literally my boyfriend. That is not me, and these are just things that I know that I feel like everybody should know about. Thank you guys so much for listening to Pretty and Prepared and make sure to tune in every Monday for new episodes at 8am and my DMs are open for any podcast episode ideas you guys have or if you guys just want to talk and I will see you guys next week, bye!